0: It's been said that the good mother is the mother who fails, fails to do the one thing that every mother is programmed to do, protect their child. Why? Because only when a mother allows herself to fail to protect her child, will her child be able to actually grow up and mature as he contends with the world. In today's gospel, not only does Mary fail to protect Jesus from the cross, she actually pushes him towards it. And thereby shows why she is the most perfect mother that ever lived. The example of every parent. I don't know if you ever heard of the obviously the failed fairy tale, Sleeping Beauty. It offers a counterexample of what every parent should avoid doing. Um, It's a story about a king and a queen who are older in age. They finally have their one child. So she's like their prized possession, Princess Aurora. And so they do everything they can to protect her. And they invite everyone to her christening except Maleficent, the self-proclaimed mistress of all evil. And who could blame them? Who would want to invite someone like that to your child's party? Well, in retaliation... Maleficent puts a curse on Prin- Princess Aurora and says before her 16th birthday, she will prick her finger on a spinning wheel and she will go into a slumber of death. So what do the parents do? Again, the same thing that they try to do. They try to protect her and they get rid of the, in the kingdom every spinning wheel that they can find, which they end up leaving some behind. They fail to totally eradicate them. And so before she gets to her 16th birthday, She pricks her finger, draws blood, and goes into a coma. What's the point of the story? What's the message? You invite Maleficent to your children's party. You don't overprotect your children from the evil that they can face in the world. Or else at the first finger prick of suffering, they will become immobilized. They won't know how to deal with it. So rather, you equip them, you teach them, and you encourage them to go into the world and face it upright. That's exactly what happened in the wedding feast at Cana today. So Mary, she sees that the wine is running short, and she goes to Christ. Christ, he has his disciples, but no one knows that he's God. He hasn't revealed his cards about who he really is as she knows. So she goes to him and says, the wine has run short. And what, is it, what does he say to her? Woman, what is this to me? My hour has not yet come. She's asking him to perform his first public miracle that will totally set him on a whole new trajectory. He calls her woman. Why woman? Who was the first woman? Eve. Eve. The only other one who is specifically named woman. So Jesus is actually giving her a new title, calling her the new Eve as he is the new Adam, the first woman and the first man that will be born from his sacrifice that will take place in the cross. And that's why he says, My hour has not yet come. Whenever Christ talks about his hour, he's talking about the hour of his passion the hour of his death. So what he's pretty much saying to her, well, she's not merely asking him to change water into wine at this point. She's opening up the door to the time, the hour when he will have to change wine into his own blood. The hour when she will once again be called woman as he hangs on the cross before her. So he's basically saying to her, do you realize what you're asking me to do? From this moment on, you will no longer be mother. You will be known as woman. And I will no longer be merely your son. They will know me as the son of God. And we are going to leave that sacred silence of Nazareth. And we're going to start journeying towards the bloody cries of Calvary. Do you realize what you're asking me to do? And perhaps at that moment, Mary hesitated. Perhaps she really did think about it for for a time. Perhaps the temptation arose to keep him safe, to protect him, to protect him from the Pharisees, from the devil, from the cross, from anything that could hurt her son. But then she looked at us. She looked at all of humanity, And she saw that we had no wine, no hope for heaven, no resurrection, no salvation without his sacrifice. The wine we needed could only be purchased at the price of his blood. So she did the hardest thing for any mother to do. She failed to protect her son. And thereby brought about our salvation and her son's glorification. Mary didn't protect Jesus from Maleficent. Rather, she equipped him through all her years bringing him up. And she encouraged him to go out and to conquer it. That's what a good parent does. That's what a good priest should do not just protect but equip and encourage to go out it's like yes the world is an evil is a dangerous place there are people who can hurt you yes there are things that you can do belief systems that you can adopt out there that will put the salvation of your soul at risk yes okay this is how you deal with it these are the weapons you take now go Live, grow, and conquer it. When you overprotect anyone, you don't make them stronger or more competent. You only make them weaker and more dependent. It's like a mother came up to me after the last Mass and she said, I felt this exact thing just last week when I gave my daughter the car to start learning how to drive. Because I didn't want to keep holding her back as I've been doing. But I knew that I was sending her out at risk. But she needed to go through this so that she could grow and become independent. That's exactly what I'm talking about. But this is why there's such an emphasis, I believe, in our times on political correctness. In everything we say and do, it's it's offensive to somebody. Well, everything is offensive to someone who's been overprotected in life because they become so sensitive. So then instead of building ourselves up we have to put limits on everybody else to not hurt my feelings you know it's the same thing with you know the one trait that bullies and sexual predators have in common they go after people who look weak who have a low self-esteem who look timid and shy so what are you going to do you're going to try to rid the world of all predators and bullies no We teach our children to be strong and confident and to stand up against it. That's how you face evil. You don't hide. You stand up. And if you think about it, God doesn't necessarily protect us from all the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune in life, as Hamlet would call it. We've all got wounds. We've all been pricked by life whether it be broken families or absent fathers failed relationships from the past mistakes we've made or sins we're struggling with or illnesses we're going through life isn't safe existence itself is not safe and you can't make it safe but you can make it through God may not protect us from facing evil in our life, but he always gives us what we need. He equips us to get through it. Just met with a woman recently who told me that for 10 years she couldn't leave her house because her, fu- her husband used to beat her. And she said, I, in order to protect his reputation, the reputation of my family, I wouldn't go out. I just looked at her and I said, how in the world did you get through that? And she looked at me with the biggest smile. I couldn't believe it, but she was smiling and she said, God was with me. God was giving me the strength to get through it. And her face was just beaming with the radiance of God. I mean, she was forged in him maybe that's the message of our trials and God's saying to us I allowed you to go through it I didn't protect you from it because I knew that you could conquer it and you'd become a better person because of it and you know one other thing I never left you alone for a second as you passed through that fire Maybe that's what Mary was saying to Jesus when she allowed him to go to the cross. I'm not going to protect you from it because I know that you can conquer it. You know what else? When you look down from that cross, you're going to see me right there with you. not leaving you alone. Perhaps that's the central message of every Mass we ever go through. The sacrifice that brings us the presence of God in the Eucharist. We all come here in the midst of our own struggles, our own temptations, our own sufferings. And God is saying to us, I'm allowing you to go through this right now. I'm not protecting you from it because you're going to grow so much stronger as you pass through it. But you know what else? You'll never go through it alone. I'm here with you every step of the way. God is a good parent. and That's why so often he fails to protect us from the dangers we face in life. But one thing he will never fail to do is to be with us when we go through it. And if you understand that, you will always be equipped to go out and to face and to conquer whatever evil comes your way.